Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, and welcome to the End in Mind podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin, the owner of Meraki Media Management. The End in Mind is a place where we come to share stories, tips, and strategies of many entrepreneurs, creatives, business owners, and just some people that aren't willing to live the traditional lifestyle. We talk about how to live outside of the box today and how to incorporate what really is important in your life to keep that end goal always in mind. Again, if you would like to reach out to me in any type of way, you can find me on Instagram at Meraki underscore media underscore management. And I hope to hear from you all soon. Thanks so much and enjoy our show. everybody. Welcome back to the End in Mind podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin, and I'm super stoked to have you here today. Sophie, thanks so much. My gosh, thanks for having me and accepting the invitation when I reached out to you in your DMs. I was super excited about the opportunity. Oh my gosh. I just am. There's so much synergy, which like for the listeners, we've already been chit-chatting and I was like, we have to record this conversation. So can you just start off by telling us a little bit about yourself and giving us your introduction to what you do? Yeah, I'd love to. So my name is Sophie Jones. I'm a business and mindset mentor, along with being a breathwork facilitator. I'm a five-time successful entrepreneur. So I built four real estate businesses. And when I was 33, I decided to, I was actually 35 when I opened my coaching business, but I've been paying for business coaches since I was 23 and sales coaches that helped me to scale to where I was. And today I really work with high achievers that find that their entire identity is wrapped up in their business, right? They're really living out survival patterns. My clients aren't people that um, lack options, lack success. They really lack connection, fulfillment. And I want to say like genuine depth to their relationships, right? They wake up one day and they've done everything they were supposed to do and they feel absolutely empty inside. And so I journey them back to themselves or walk them back home to who they authentically are. And then I set them free in the world and they continue to be very thriving, successful individuals. I love what you do. I mean, (laughs) the listeners know, like I have totally built my own jail cell, you know, hated (laughs) myself, like all of the identity was caught up in offers, money, income, even just making my clients smile. Like it was so intricately connected. So can you walk us through some of that experience that you've had with your clients and how you maybe create some of that disconnection with them early on? Yeah. Disconnection with their identities that aren't working for them. 
Yeah, like kind of their business identity versus who they really are at their core. Yeah. So most of the time, clients that come to me in this one-on-one space or even in a group program, they're usually coming to me going, something's a little off, right? So we start to explore things. I think so often in business, we ask the wrong questions and therefore we don't get the right answers, right? Because if I say, well, what do you think's wrong? And they're like, well, you know, a lot of people are like, well, I'm doing my morning routine and I'm journaling and I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And I'm, you know, I've, I made this much money and I'm like, okay, so what do you think's wrong? Well, I don't know. Versus what are you feeling on a more regular basis? Or what are some behaviors that are keeping you in shame? Shame is such a huge indicator. So what are some behaviors that are keeping you in shame or having you feel unworthy? Um, what are these underlying emotions that are going on that leave you longing for more or are creating some suffering for you? And so people, when I typically ask people those things, a couple things are going on. They're either engaging in things that they don't like. So they're drinking too much. They probably have somebody in their DMs that they shouldn't have. And they're in a committed relationship. You know, that's like the light side of it. You know, some others, they're staying at work like 16 hour days. They're not they're choosing to not, they don't know that they're doing that, but they're choosing to not engage with those around them because it feels like too much work. It feels stressful. They don't feel like people understand. So those are some things that can happen or they're just angry or anxious a lot of the time. Right. Um, and so when people talk to me about those things and we walk through that, I start to ask people, you know, why do you think that is like, it's, it's always about like the self-reflection. Tell me more. Why do you think that is? And I think when we get to the very root of it, it's like somewhere deep down, they really believe that if they achieve enough, they will feel worthy. You know, if they achieve enough, it won't matter because they'll be so pedestaled that they don't need anybody, right? It's like that lone wolf syndrome. I definitely was somebody that was like that in real estate. And what they're realizing is they don't really know how to connect to those around them. They don't really know how to be genuinely authentic. And they don't really know how to speak their needs. And so we start working on those things. And then that allows them to start to build a new identity, right? It's like, it allows them to start to like go, you know, they'll call me or text me and be like, oh my God, you should hear the conversation I just had with the barista. You know what I mean? It's like, or, or their loved one, you know, but when we wall ourselves off, I love that you said that I put myself in a prison when we wall ourselves off. And when we believe that we have to be alone and we have to be separate, and I'm someone that likes spaciousness, that's different. Then we will get going down a track. And if you're high achieving, you'll tear into it. And you could be one year in, you could be one month in one year, or you could be, you know, some of my clients are old enough to be my parents and they're 20 years in. And those are the people that are like, I have so much to lose. And I cannot figure out how to get out of this maze, but like what I'm doing isn't working. So yeah, hopefully that was helpful. Really helpful. And I love that you touched on like the words in my experience, that was definitely the most difficult part because I had only seen people communicate in high tension situations, like with cursing or like, oh. not actually, you know, like saying what they really mean, just speaking from pure anger. And um, that was my biggest lesson in how to find the rhetoric 
even in a high tension situation and be able to like actually connect with the words that I need to say and want to say versus just letting fly out whatever comes to mind, you know? Ah, you know, I struggle even to this day. It's like, I can be pretty composed, but there are still, especially like in romantic situations, there are still, it's like hard for me to go, okay, this is what I really mean. Like, cause my brain really like we'll gaslight ourselves. Like most of the time people are so good at gaslighting themselves versus like letting someone do that to you, <laughs> you know, like it's, it's, it's different. So it's like, well, that's stupid or that doesn't matter or this is happening or that is happening versus like, okay, what am I feeling right now? Okay. I'm feeling anger. Why am I feeling anger? Because that person didn't acknowledge the work that I've done or doesn't seem to care. Okay. And how would I want this to look different? Okay. I would like to be able to sit down, this sit down and say, this is super important to me. And I'd like you to be invested in that. But when you've built yourself a prison and you're in the tower it's like, you don't, there's not, you don't even have access to that. Like usually by this time, you've just been walking like in a circle. You know what I mean? I'm like, Hey, there's a door over here. If you'd like to come out of the tower. It's such a great analogy too, because that is exactly how it feels. And I can only imagine, you know, I was maybe four years in when I really started to make this shift and it actually came out of like a health issue. I was really struggling with high blood pressure and I'm sure a lot of your clients struggle with health issues too. Just when you ignore the stress and you keep your head down. A lot of people say that that's the only way to become successful, but in my experience, it's the only way to become like badly successful. You know, it's not the positive success. Um, so I love that you percent. Yeah. And I think too, I've said this on several podcasts. I'm going to be known for saying this on podcasts. Like this is like a, such a signature thing, but it's so true. So Um, I remember I made a correlation. So I am a funny, funny person about like studying other people. Like I love documentaries. I'm always listening to books. Like I just am like somebody that, you know, people will go up. I don't know. They'll say something about maybe like a chef or a music producer or, and I'll just like know random little facts about them. And they'll be like, how do you know that? I'm like, oh, watch documentary. So it's not just documentaries with successful business people. And when you look at anybody that's successful from, a hedge fund manager, to a basketball coach, to a chef, to a model, to um, whatever you want to say, you know, they had to pave their own way. Yeah. So, and yeah, there was a lot of hard work, but it wasn't hard work for the sake of working hard. They had this desire to be someone. And most of the time they either found one mentor or they found a group of people that would help show them the way. But it's like, I love Michelin star chefs and like chef's table is like, if I feel sad, I'm like, I'm just going to watch chef's table. And I watched these wildly creative chefs, some self-trained, one was like a monk in the middle of nowhere, you know, some go to the traditional route and I watch and I go, oh, isn't that interesting? These people aren't waking up and journaling. These people aren't, you know, like... I'm going to be this for the sake of this. These people understand that like, okay, I'm making sacrifice 
but I also like have a deeper calling and I have to take care of that. And some of them don't take care of it. And you can see that some of them talk openly about their struggles when they don't, but the ones that really get it together and in their artistry, it's like, they understand it's that it's an artistry. It's, it's not like, I'm going to just be successful for the sake of success. And no one fucking talk to me. I'm going to be working with high blood pressure and I'm 25. It's like, no, we're not doing that. You know? Right. Because you do, you become this like shell of yourself, you yeah. know? Um, yeah. Like I was so disconnected from everybody around me. And like you said, it was just kind of like, the lone wolf syndrome for sure. Like I took on that identity. I thought I could do it by myself. I'm an only child. So it was easy to fall into that identity, you know? But another thing that's coming up, because I also love documentaries. I recently watched this series of um a young, a few young kids. They're like TikTokers and they're like million, million, millionaires. Like they have so much money, but they're so unfulfilled. And a lot of them, it's terrible. Like they're deeply depressed, you know, even though they have everything they could ever want at their fingertips and they thought they'll just keep pushing and then they'll be happy. Now they've made it and they just feel even more lonely because they haven't built any of those interpersonal relationships too. So the alternative is not that you make it to the top and you're happy. It's really like you can look around and there's nobody to celebrate with, you know? Totally. Well, and I think I'm getting ready to launch this mini course, the method mini course. And I tell people, your emptiness is not from lack of options. You have plenty of options. You have plenty of ability or resources or money. It's that you don't have authenticity and real honesty, like intimacy and honesty with yourself. And nobody has taught you because I, that was me. Like nobody taught me how to have a healthy relationship with myself or even who I was. And I think, and you and I, when we talk about synergy, you know, we were both dyslexic, right? So growing up, we've had a lot of, we both have ADHD, right? So we've figured things out and always constantly figuring things out, but that can leave you, you know, it, kind of disconnected from, and I don't know a lot of people that actually grow up with like a healthy sense of self, maybe that, I mean, I don't know, but you know, however, when you get to those places, it's like, yeah, you have all the options, but that's, and, and it, that's like the, the very light part of it is it's like, Ooh, I feel so unfulfilled. The other side of that and me being in recovery, it was like, I was a full-blown alcoholic at 33. And from the outside, it was like, okay, I'm a four time, you know, I've built my business in real estate four times and I'm some hard ass and I, you know, don't take shit from anybody. And it's like bougie happy hours that end up at the gay bar that go into two day benders. You know what I mean? And like, dating big, powerful, successful men. And it was like, I did that because I didn't know how to have interpersonal relationships. And nobody sat me down, looked me in the eyes and just said, Hey, can you tell me a little bit about yourself? Like, or what do you want? And I think when we can have people that are curious about us, this is a powerful, this is the power of mentorship mentors that or therapists or loved ones, family members, boyfriends, friends, Someone that is curious and takes interest in who we genuinely are and our well-being can really shift our dynamic out of this survival base because we're co-regulating with their nervous system and into a place where you can start to go, oh, maybe there's more to me that I can discover, right, outside of this achievement. 
it's so beautifully said how you describe that too. It is about finding the community to support you in this endeavor because it can be really scary to look at yourself. Like oh. I call it my naked mole rat moments, you know, yeah. where I'm like here I'm like it's me like who's <laughs> gonna accept me as this you know like crazy wild chaotic Caitlin yeah. and um, and then I realized what was even deeper within that was this like really fun amazing person that I was just silencing over and over again because I had to get the work done or I had to be successful. Like before I could even really look at myself is what I was saying. Totally. Um, so true. common. So common, right? Barrier to entry. Before before I can date that guy, I've got to have the body. Before I can actually enjoy myself, I've got to have this much in my bank account. Before I can do this. And that that's true. At, I've worked with people that, you know, help them make seven figures as solo entrepreneurs. And guess what? they're chasing that same line. You know what I mean? It's like, and, and yes, we're helping. I think that's part of the business model. It's like, yes, I'm helping you grow as a business owner. We're not doing all the processing. It's a lot of um, like real intimate honesty between each other where it's like, Hey, here's your blind spot. What do you think? Do you think that's a blind spot doing some like nervous system healing, but it's also people that hire me are like, you'd be a perfect client, high achievers. It's like, we're also not fucking around. You know what I mean? Like you, you want to make money. You don't want to sit in your bullshit forever. You know what I mean? But you want someone that's like, Hey, can I run this by you? What do you think outside of our business plans? And it's just important that we have that because if not, you're going to be, you know, you're going to digress. You're going to be like a 15 year old with millions of followers on TikTok and unhappy, but you'll just be 30, 40, 50, right? Like whatever your TikTok is. And it's like, I don't have any joy around me. Yeah, there's no happiness. Like when you're in that loneliness state, it's really hard to find like positivity as well. And even like gratitude was really difficult. I remember my coach was like, what are you grateful for? And I look around now, you know, and I'm like, everything I've built, you know, like it's uh -huh. awesome. And she's like, this is where we were, where you couldn't even write something down that you were grateful for. Like I couldn't even see because it was all in this phase or haze, you know, like on the other end, like, oh, I'll see it once I'm there, you know? Totally. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing. So I know we touched on this too, but a lot of our listeners and I've actually done podcast episodes on learning disabilities and how it actually makes us very unique as entrepreneurs. So would you be willing to share, you know, some of that and your experience with your own learning disability? Yeah. So I didn't, I didn't learn to read till I was 10. And I've got to give like some backstory because I think learning disabilities and trauma can just be like, there's some interesting viewpoints on it today. Like maybe that is trauma and maybe not. But so I didn't learn to read till I was 10 and I moved in with my dad when I was, maybe it was, okay, hold on. I was in second grade. So maybe it was eight when I started to learn to read um, and really like could start reading by the time I was 10. My mom's been in long time recovery, but when I was younger, she was an alcoholic and wasn't very attentive and I had a learning disability. I had dyslexia. And so I, when I finally moved in with my father, I had to go to resource, which it's like, if you ever have to go to like a special class, it's like just immediate trauma for a child. It's like the worst. And I just, I think what it taught me, it taught me a couple of things. I was always a really good speaker. Um, I was older. I definitely came across older for my age, but 
it allowed me to kind of understand things in a way. And, and this is such a good thing that I can do with coaching now is it's like, I hear what people are saying, but I also kind of understand the nuances because I had to, like, I had to be reading the room and I had to be understanding smaller nuances that other kids were just like, do, 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 do. Cause I think it was self-conscious, you know? And as I got older and the ADHD, I kind of just am like, you know, I never took my, they wanted to put me on medicine. And my dad was like, she's so young. We don't know, you know, like, and so he wasn't comfortable with that, but what it did, like where I excelled, I like excelled. Right. So from a very young age, I was raised by an attorney. My dad was an attorney. Like I would argue with you to, uh, to the death. And I knew I was right. Like, it doesn't matter. You know, like I was so passionate and so strong and, and it allowed me, like, it was just, I could see things and pick up on things and read things that gave me so much more of a storyline with any interaction with somebody than had I not had dyslexia, right? Had I not had those things going on. Um, and, and then also, I think in some ways is it's like people that were kind to me back then it really endeared me to them. And so as I, you know, even as I was building my real estate business, it's like when clients would hire me and there was a special connection there, it was like, I really was able to connect with some, you know, people and people could feel my heart because it was like, I wasn't going to sit down even today. I'm like, God, I don't want to write anything. And please don't like make me read out loud, you know, and <laughs> it's just where I'm at. Yeah. I remember when we first talked, we were talking about like popcorn reading. Uh, it's like the uh, second you hear the word popcorn, yeah. it's immediate like trauma. Yeah. anxiety. Like, you know? I have to go to the bathroom right now. Yeah. yeah. And like, I need to go to the nurse's office, you know, constantly making excuses for myself, you know, to get out of that. So I know a lot of our listeners resonate. And thank you so much for also sharing how dyslexia has actually shown you this area of yourself that is so much stronger than most people. Like I find dyslexia, a lot of the most intelligent people in the world had dyslexia. So it allows us to see like connections that maybe other people don't see. And it's just like natural to us, you know? And like you said, even interpersonal connections, it just makes sense. There's like no explanation needed. Yeah. Oh, totally. Like I have a really strong intuition, but I also think a part of that intuition was having to be exercised at such a young age, right? You know, this inner guidance, because I was like freaked out about like, oh, you know, I wasn't, didn't feel normal. And so because of that, it's like figuring it out and, you know, I'll have clients come to me and I'm like, so you know, considering hiring me and I'm, you know, we're on our little discovery call. I'm like, so how are things, you know, what's going on? And they're like, I'm great. And I'm like, I can tell you exactly what's going on with you, but I won't, I will give you the honor and dignity of like just prying it out of you. You know what I mean? But I think that comes from dyslexia, from reading people when you're little, like, you know, you're just way more socially aware, I think, when you have it and you're little. Yeah, it's it really is like a survival situation, too, because people already, at least in my experience, people always devalued me because of my learning disability. So it was kind of like I wasn't there. So I would have to utilize my voice to be seen, you know, especially in a classroom state, um, because people would just be like, oh, she doesn't get it. You know, she's in resource, like you said, and I would be like, 
wait, I totally get this. You know, it would be like geometry or something that I was great at because it just made sense, you know. But then when it came to reading, I'm like, couldn't spell the word if, if you like had a gun to my head, you know. I'm like, I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't like it. Can we not? Popcorn, popcorn, somebody else, you know. (laughs) Oh, I love that. Thank you so much for being so open with us today. And can you tell us a little bit more about your mini course, your offers that you have coming and how everybody can get in touch with you too? Absolutely. Okay. So the gram is where I hang out the most. So it's the underscore Sophie dot Jones. Come say hi. If we, if you heard me on the podcast, please let me know where you found me. I'd always love to connect and, and just, I love that. So that's where we can talk or that's where you can also see most of my offers The method mini course is going to be coming out at the end of this month, and it's going to be the only time I probably run it with live Q&As. It's starting out at $99, and it's just, it's amazing because it allows people, a big part of what helped me and helps my clients was getting certified in breathwork. So I can't do the ADHD. If you've got a two-hour training, no goodbye. So there, it's four weeks, and um, there's trainings from three minutes up to thirty minutes. Some of them are just strictly breathwork trainings or breathwork sessions, and some of them are those questions that we went over here. Like, let's get to, let's start to figure out where the, this is coming from, right? So I say it's getting you out of survival mode and helping you really learn how to establish self-trust again. Um, you'll see that in my stories. You can definitely see that if you come and find me on Instagram. Um, you can look at look at my website at Sophie uh, Jones SC for Sacred Coaching. And let's see what else. And then I am doing, you know, if you feel so inclined, I do do one on one work. It is pretty limited with my availability right now. But I absolutely, if you listen to this and you were like, you're my person, you know, all of my one-on-one clients, it's a higher investment, of course, but I usually tell those people, you know, nobody finds me by chance that hires me in a one-on-one space. You know, this was kind of like on the path. And so I always welcome those opportunities. So great. Thank you so much again. And I know everybody's going to be reaching out. So if anybody's multitasking, we'll have all the links in the show notes. If you have questions, just send me a DM and I'm happy to connect you with Sophie. So you guys can make that quick connection, but thank you so much again and I'll see you soon. Thanks. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the end in mind. I would like to remind you all, if you haven't yet reached out to me on Instagram, we are at Meraki underscore media underscore management. It will be in our show notes as well. If you would like to reach out to me, we always offer free coaching through Instagram based around our Instagram training and our business Instagram practices. If you need any type of support, please do not hesitate to reach out to me there. And we also offer several different types of consulting and training packages if you're looking for a little bit more in-depth tips. So thank you all for listening in. And of course, I want you all to keep the end in mind as you continue with your day and or work week. Have a great week and I will see you all next time.